the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Jesus and Joe podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because one, I have to say this is long overdue, but I thought this was like the perfect timing because I don't know about y'all, but my entire TikTok for you page right now is all Bama TikTok. It is all those girls doing like those super cool dances. I am so impressed. I wish I could dance like that, but y'all are killing it. So I was like, you know what? This is so good. This is like the time where I can actually talk to my people. Yeah, you heard that right. So not too long ago, I was actually doing recruitment. I was recruiting girls and I was in that season of, oh my goodness, like let's go Andy Pie and making sure we got the best girls and all this kind of stuff. So I can relate to y'all, not on like a spiritual level, but on a mental and emotional, physical level, because I know y'all are exhausted (laughs) right now, but I am so excited just to have a few moments with you and just to like talk, just to give you like a little like relaxing just let's talk with joe you know but i am just excited to have these moments with you i love talking to sorority girls i don't know what it is but i feel like every time like i meet like one of you and you're like yeah i was in a sorority i just like my little like sorority girl self just like blows up like i'm so excited because i'm like y'all can just get me like we could just talk about this for hours so thanks for being here thanks for hanging out with me As I was writing down what I wanted to talk about in today's episode, it's not like five things I wish I knew when I was in the sorority or five things I wish I didn't do when I was in the sorority. No, these are five things I wish I remembered when I was in a sorority. I feel like so many of us can get accustomed and just hone in on the big things, you know, or honed in on like small things. So For example, I know y'all are in recruitment season. Y'all are in recruitment mode right now. So right now, the big part of your life right now, the biggest thing you are focusing on is recruitment. So making sure y'all are nailing like that entering and exiting. You're nailing like talking to those girls, those conversation topics. Y'all are trying to figure out the best way to connect with these girls. That's your big project right now. And further down the road, you're going to be focusing on homecoming. Then it's going to be formals. And then it's going to be figuring out who to take to formal. It's just uh, all these big events. We think like that's like the biggest thing that's on our mind right now. But we're forgetting the purpose of why the Lord has put us in that sorority in the first place. And so I'm super pumped just to give you these five things I want you to remember. This is for the girl that could either be a freshman right now who's going through recruitment, and it can either be like the senior who's about to graduate this year. This is for anyone who's in a sorority. So I'm excited. But before we even get started, I want to tell you a little bit about my story because who would I be if I'm just like, hey, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about without me even saying anything. Hello? Anyways, so (laughs) 2017 feels like forever ago, but that is when I... Uh, went through recruitment. I was actually pretty terrified. I'm not going to lie because I was the only, like I was the first person in my family to go Greek. So my mom didn't go Greek, my Mimi, like I had no idea what I was about to step into. I went to a small school in Cookville, Tennessee. It actually wasn't small. It was pretty like medium size, but 
um, this school only had five sororities. And so, of course, like before even signing up, I did my uh, I did my digging. I made sure I looked at every single one of those Instagram pictures, being like, hmm, can I see myself in the sorority? All this kind of stuff. But the only thing I truly like knew about sororities was anything I saw on TV or in the movies. And I think we all can agree that that's not the best. So here we go. Recruitment starts. I I must, I literally had the courage. I was brave enough to fill out the application and I was ready. So I walk into every single door and before, like, you know how like y'all wait outside of those doors before you like you walk in? Well, when I was waiting, I was praying. I was like, Lord, I need you to show me who I need to talk to. I need you to tell me, like, if the, like I need you to just tell me my spirit, if this is where I need to be, because I don't want to join a group. I don't want to join a sorority if it's not going to push me closer to you. I don't want anything to stray me away from this relationship with you, because I think in college, y'all all can understand that having your relationship with the Lord, it's a you and him kind of thing now. It is not a... It's not something your family is telling you to do. It's not something like you have a church that's around pushing you to do it. It's truly a you and him kind of thing. And so I wasn't taking any chances. I was not going to let anything ruin the relationship I had with the Lord. And a sorority was not going to be one of them. I was like, Lord, like if this is not from you, if this isn't going to help me get closer with you, I don't want to do this. But the Lord proved me wrong. He showed me, he was like, Georgia, like this is actually really good. And it's really cool just to like sit back and like look back and see just how many doors he's opened because of this sorority. So we'll get back to that later. Don't you worry, I'm gonna tell you all the details. But yeah, so I felt at home at Alpha Delta Pi. And so I became an 80 Pi in 2017. Um, and I graduated in May, 2021. So I was an 80 Pi all four years. And yes, being a sorority girl is not just something that I'm so proud of, but being known as an 80 Pi is like, I, I love it. I love when people ask me about college and what I did because 80 Pi was probably the best thing. It's probably one of the best like experiences I've had in my life so far, because honestly it's made me who I am and through it, I found my calling. And so, <clears throat> I mean, I don't think I can, it can get any better than that. Um, I found my best friends. I lived with 80 pies for my entire college career. I'm in two 80 pie weddings in September. It's going to be the bomb. Um, but yeah, I, I could not think of anything better. And also literally the cherry on top, any girl who's an older sibling, if you have a younger sister and she's in college with you, I think y'all would all scream if I told you this. This was probably one of the best moments of my life. But my younger sister, when I was a senior, she was a freshman. She, I prayed hard, but she came to Tennessee Tech. And so when she came to Tech, I prayed really hard. I'm like, Lord, make her an 80 pie, please. Like, let her go through, like, recruitment and let her see that she loves 80 pie, all this kind of stuff. And guys, she became one, and it was the best thing ever. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's the best story. So whenever this comes out, hopefully I'm going to find that video, and I'll post it for y'all so you can see on the story. But that's kind of, like, my synopsis of like the goods and the bads and all of that um i'm trying to think what else yeah my positions that i had in my sorority so my freshman year i told y'all i was like lord i don't want to be a part of anything that isn't going to push me closer to you so he's like all right georgia let me show you what you're going to do so i became the chaplain which was like the pastor of the sorority also i'm just going to slide this in right here this is a 
ad. I don't know what else to call it, but this is a uh, sign that if you are a chaplain of your sorority, I have a free Bible study that I am leading on Monday nights, and I would love for you to be part of it. So let me repeat, Greek sorority chaplains, if you are one of them, please join us. We have girls from all over who are a part of it, and we would love, 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 love to see you there. Truly just making a community of chaplains. And basically, I'm like the chaplain of the chaplains, which is like a dream come true. So I would love to see you there. And uh, if you are in a sorority and you know your chaplain, please tell her about it. This is a great way for her to meet new people, bounce ideas off of them. And uh, yeah, we're doing a Bible study together. And it's poof, I, I just love it. I love it so much. But anyways, back to the story. Okay. Then my sophomore year, I was on exec. I was Panhellenic delegate. And my junior year, I'm like, shoot, I'm going to run for president. I'm going to get it. It's going to be great. And so I was dead set on it. I had no other position. It was president or nothing. Well, guess who got nothing? Me. But then it was so cool because I was so disappointed. I was so upset with the Lord. I was like, God, like, I knew you wanted me to be president. Why am I not president? All this kind of stuff. Like, why did you shut that door? Like, I... I went out it with faith and nothing happened and all this, but the Lord was like, um, something better is coming. And, uh, yeah, I became chaplain again my senior year, which was the best thing ever because now I found my calling through it, pouring Jesus into girls. And here I am doing it right now to you. And so it's cool just seeing how like the Lord will close some doors, but he opens up even bigger ones and you're like, Whoa, I never would have expected that, but it was the biggest and best blessing I think I've ever see my life because it truly has made me who I am today. That's me summed up as an Alpha Delta Pi. I had the time of my life. It was great before like, and like if I had any recruitment advice for the girls who are recruiting and the girls that are going through recruitment right now, I want you to be able to ask this question to girls because this is what was one of my questions that I asked the girls that I was recruiting was, can you see yourself hanging out with us for the next four years? It's as simple as that. It's so much like, I feel like so many people like overplay or like over, uh, overextend like, oh, like we're here for blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, like, can you truly just see hanging out with us for four years? It's as simple as that. And if the girl's like, yes or no, there you go. It's your answer if she wants to be in this word or not. So that's just a little like recruitment advice tip from Joe. If you want to take it, you can't, if you don't. That's totally fine as well. So anyways, that's just me. So that was my entire 80 Pi life. It was great. But there are some things I wish I remembered when I was in the sorority. I was so caught up with my Greek letters. I was caught up with Greek life in a whole. I was just caught up with like the entire like image I was supposed to portray when I was in 80 Pi. And the thing is, it gets exhausting. And I wish I remembered these things, and I'm so glad that I'm able just to teach you them now because it's something I wish I knew. So here are the five things that I wish I knew and remembered when I was in a sorority. One, ooh, this is good, guys. I, I When I like was writing this down, I was like, you're kidding. Okay, so John 15, 16. If you have read my devotional, Besties with Jesus, Y'all know that John 15 is like my favorite chapter because it talks about how Christ calls you his friend. Not only does he call you his friend, but he also says this. John 15, 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit so that your fruit should remain so that whatever you do, ask, in the, fa ask the father in my name and he will give you. 
Okay, guys, there's a lot to unpack in that verse. But what I want you to remember is the first part. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Recruitment is all about choosing. It is. Basically, the girl who is rushing gets to pick who she wants to be a part of. She gets to pick which sorority she wants to be. And then also the sorority gets to pick the girls that want to be in that. And, you know, recruitment is just a whole thing itself. But what I love and just gives me so much comfort is that that's not God's recruitment process. The recruitment process you see is not God's recruitment process. And I think that's just one of those things that like make me feel like so good inside because I feel like when I was in recruitment, I had to truly prove to the girls, like, I am so worthy to be in your sorority. I had to show them all the things that I did in the past, my leadership skills, why I would be such a great asset to the chapter. But when Jesus looks at you, he looks at you and goes, you're enough. You do not have to come to me and present all that you have because I look at you and I already have chosen you. Y'all, I don't have to show him my tricks. I don't have to show him my writing abilities or my speaking abilities or anything like that. He looks at me as I am and goes, Georgia, I choose you. And he looks at you just like that too. So if you are striving for his approval, know you already have it. If you are striving to feel chosen or looked at or sought, uh, sought after in somebody's eyes, know that the Lord's eyes have always been on you. Before you were even born, he already knew your name. Before he, you were even a thought on your mom and dad's brain, he already knew you and knit you in, his, in your mother's womb. He knows you and he loves you. So that's my first tip is just to remember that God's recruitment process is not like the recruitment process you see. The second thing, y'all, oh my gosh, I, I just, I love this one. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to make a TikTok on this. So if you follow me on TikTok, you, I think you should. I, I, I don't know. I love TikTok. I don't know why, but so, but anyways, this is going to be a TikTok. I'm going to post it tomorrow. So by the time this is out, maybe it's out for a week. I'm not sure. But anyway, it's going to be out. Your class, your purpose. Each of you are in a class. You got your seniors, you got your juniors, your sophomores, and your precious freshmen. Each of you have a certain purpose in your sorority. I'm going to break it down for you guys. So where are my seniors at? This one's for you first. My seniors, your time in your sorority is coming to a close, and you're about to graduate. And before you know it, this whole sorority life will be something in the past. But every single day that you are in your chapter, every single time that you're doing a recruitment event, whether it's like a formal homecoming, anything that has to involve your sorority, I want you to know that you are being looked up at. Those freshmen that are in your sorority right now are looking up at you. So I encourage you to be the senior that the freshmen wanna be one day. Be the girl that when freshmen look at you, they go, yeah, I wanna be her whenever I become a senior. I wanna be as, I wanna be the leader that she is. I wanna be as bold as she is. I wanna be as confident as she is. That's my advice. Don't check out just yet. You got a lot ahead of you and you still have an impact and influence to make in that chapter. God is not done with you in that chapter. If he already was, he would have already flipped the page and said, all right, girl, time for the next thing but you are in there for a reason. Let these freshmen know that you are taking care of 
let these freshmen know that they are seen. I think that's like the coolest thing. When my great grand big knew my name and like sent me text messages and told me like she was praying for me and all this kind of stuff, I felt like I was on cloud nine as a freshman. I'm like, girl, I am so young. You do not have to text me, but she did. And that made me feel like a million bucks. Be that senior to the freshmen. My juniors, you got footprints to make in this sorority. You have footprints to make. You were about to become the big dogs, but you got, you're about to become the big dog in the sorority. But you have so much leadership that you are undertaking right now. So leave your mark in this sorority. Leave it in some way, shape, or form. Like be the girl that when Pete, when you graduate and you're far gone, like I think my favorite thing was whenever, whenever we were recruiting girls, we would meet people that were like, oh my goodness, like she reminds me so much of so and so. Be that kind of girl in the sortie. Be that girl that when the recruitment process is years and years after you, they're like, you know what? I really want a girl just like that one because she was so cool and so great in this chapter. I want a girl who makes the same kind of impact in this chapter like she did. Be that kind of girl. My sophomores, my precious sophomores, I want you to be the best big possible for your little. I am so fortunate to have uh, the foundation of Jesus with my little. Like that's the foundation of our, our friendship. That's how we became friends in the first place. That's how I even met her was because of our first conversation, just talking about the Lord. But I want you to be the best big for her because before you even knew, the Lord had a detailed purpose in combining you and her together. He knew that this freshman needed you as a big, and he knew that you needed a little like her. So not only just be that big, but be that friend, be that prayer warrior, be that sister, be that girl that the Lord has called you to be for this, for this freshman. Because I don't know if I even did a great job at it, but my big before me was so intentional with me. I remember she became my best friend within a week because she constantly was checking up on me, constantly doing things with me and invested time in me. She knew that I was starting a whole new chapter and thank goodness she was the one that went before me because she knew everything I was going through. You're gonna do the exact same thing for your, for your little. So be that for her. And then my freshmen, I actually have a verse for you guys. We are about to step into a whole new world, a whole new world. Cue Ariel. Um, but, the, but this is such a new chapter in your life. And y'all are kind of starting over again. Y'all are, you're not like the seniors in high school anymore. Y'all are the freshmen. But this is the verse I want to encourage you with. It's 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, and in faith, and in purity. Don't let anyone second guess your leadership skills, your ways to lead others, your ways to impact the sorority, the way to have that boldness and that confidence just because you're 19 or 18. You got some great skills. This chapter needs you, not just because of what you can bring to the table, but because of your strengths and your characteristics. You're not in this sorority just because you're a cute girl that gets along with everyone in the sorority, but you truly are somebody who can make it better. So don't forget that. 
my third thing I want to remind you guys is this. Um, I think we've all heard the term mission field. Your mission field is your school. I think a lot of people think that you have to travel to a whole different side of the world just to pour the gospel into people. But I truly think that where the Lord places you is exactly where you're supposed to do it right now. It's exactly where you need to be the hands and feet of Jesus right now. And lucky for y'all, y'all are all in the same place. Y'all are all at campus. Y'all are going to classes. You're doing the normal college stuff. So your mission field, I want to remind you of this. Everyone you see on campus, every life you touch needs Jesus. In college, you, uh, the people that you see on campus, no. The professors that teach you, they need Jesus. Your roommate, she needs Jesus. Your boyfriend, he needs Jesus. Your family and friends, they need Jesus. Your sorority sisters, they need Jesus. I know that each of us can agree that there are times in our walk with, in our Christian walk that we stray away. And there's also times when we're on fire for him. The people that you are surrounded with are also going through that as well. They're either on a high with Jesus or they're on a low, or they're just kind of chilling. But I just know that the Lord is going to use you in really big and mighty ways, but you have to allow him to. So I encourage you to say yes. Take those big steps of faith. Talk to the person who's sitting by himself. Make a friend with somebody. Be the friend that Jesus was to the people that he saw every single day. You're called to be a light. And so right now, I encourage you to be a light on campus. Let's show this campus. Let's show your school how cool it is to live your life with Jesus. Can you imagine if an entire sorority was like, yes, like just as excited as you are to be repping those Greek letters. Imagine how excited your sorority would be if they were all like, yes, let's all go in on Jesus. Oh, that'd be so cool. One day, guys, I have a dream for it. But anyways, this is your mission field. You are called to be a light on your campus, in your sorority, in your classes, in your clubs, your organizations, all the kinds of things. You are called to be a light. So be it. Number four, identity. You are known for being whatever your Greek letters are. You're known for it. And it's not a bad thing. But I want to re want, want you to, uh, to remember this because when I was a freshman, being an AD pie was my identity for a while. I talked about it all the time. I wore it on my t-shirts. I had buttons on my backpack. I had the pins, the papers, the stationery. I had everything labeled AD pie. And it became a part of who I was. Like, I think if someone took away 80 pie from me, I kind of would have, like, just gone into a crisis. I would have been like, excuse me, who the heck am I supposed to be now at this school? Take my advice. Just, here you go. Don't base your identity off the Greek letters, but rely on what the red letters say. The red letters I'm talking about are the ones that are in the Bible. You see, when you read, you're going to see red letters, and those are what the those are the words that the that Jesus speaks. Let your identity, let him fill you up with what he sees whenever he looks at you. 
someone who is chosen, appointed, anointed, someone who is a daughter of the king, someone who's a treasure in his eyes. You are so much more than you think. And it is my prayer that the Lord will show you who you are through his eyes. Let your identity be based on something that is firm, that will last forever. Because let me tell you something, being in a sorority, it's kind of like one of those things where, yeah, it, it is, you're like, it's a part of you. But as soon as you graduate, like, I, I hate to break it to y'all. I hate to break it to y'all, but no one really cares. Like, whenever, like, I moved to Florida or whenever I went into my new job, they didn't ask me, like, oh, so, like, what sorority were you in? Like, where'd you go to school? Blah, blah, blah. No, they asked me about, like, my work experience. They asked about, like, what I did for my free time. And it's kind of cool. It's like a whole new world. I can't wait for y'all to experience that. But that's down the road, so don't worry about it now. But I'm just saying, like, 80 pie is gonna, your sorority letters are one day going to be a, like they're not going to be a part of you anymore. They're just going to be something that like, yeah, I'm an alumni of blank. But thank you, Jesus, that so many of us that when we have graduated, we don't have to rely on those letters to let it depict who we are because we know who we are because Jesus has told us exactly who it is. So good. Okay. And number five. I want you to shift your perspective to God's POV. Just kind of like imagine it for a second. God's POV. Why did he place you in this sorority? For a reason. There's a purpose. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans. Your life. From start to finish. The author of your story. He has written specifically the sorority that you were going to be part of. What makes you think he didn't? I mean, you're in it, so you know it's a part of his story somehow. But there's a specific reason why God placed you in this sorority. Listen, this, this like, whatever you're in, it could have been your first option on the card or it may have even been your last option. But no matter what, God's going to use you in a big way in this chapter. But again, you have to say yes to him. And I lead this into telling you why I said yes to this sorority, why saying yes in a sorority, like why I said yes to Jesus in college has led me to where I am today. When I tell you freshman year, freshman year, when they're like, Georgia, you're going to be the chaplain. I was like, girl, what are you talking about? I only spoke one time before actually becoming chaplain. And now I was going to lead weekly Bible studies. I had nothing to offer. All I knew is that I had the joy of the Lord. I had my Bible. And I knew that I really, really, really loved Jesus. And they saw that gift in me. But I didn't know I actually had that gift until they truly brought it out. Now look at me now. Because someone saw that in me, I am now able to step fully into my calling and know that the Lord has, he was showing me all along. George, like, I want you to start here. And I'm going to let you just keep on growing. And then all the way to senior year, I started actually speaking. But it's to think like I've had all that practice. And then to see how he's opened so many doors now. Amazing. Another thing that he has detailed from start to finish was my career. To think that the 80 Pies Philanthropy of Choice, Ronald McDonald House Charities, was actually going to be in my plan that the Lord written for me. Because now I'm actually working for them. 
who would have thought who would have thought that the girl that who was a girl that I didn't even meet at recruitment but met her the day after she was actually going to become one of my best friends and she was going to be my roommate and now I'm going to be in her wedding in September who would have thought it's so cool just to see how saying yes to a bid has opened so many doors in my life. And the thing is, is I can just say and attest that that's the exact same thing that's going to happen to you. Jesus works in sorority. Jesus is working through you because of this. He's called you to be a light to your sisters. He's called you to be a leader. He's called you to have that confidence and that boldness based off of who he says you are. Not but because of the titles, the positions, the what the guys say, all the girls say, whatever. No, you are confident because of what God says. You have so much potential. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're a, quote, typical sorority girl. You are so much more than that. You are a world changer, my friend. I truly believe sororities can change the world. And I can't wait to see that one day. I dream about it. I'm so excited for it. But before we end, we are going to pray because that's what we do here on the Jesus and Joe podcast. You know that. So here we go. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this listener. God, the calling that you have over her life, the plan that you've written from start to finish is so detailed. Father, I thank you that she said yes to this bid. God, I can't wait to see the impact that you make through her in this sorority. Let her be a leader. Let her be, her be bold. Let her just remain in you and let her know that because of you, she has this boldness. She has this confidence and she has a reason to smile and not be identified as the Greek letters, but God to be known by your red letters. God, we thank you for sororities. We do because that's where community is built. God, that's where friendships are made, and we thank you for that. Let her have the best year ever. God, let recruitment be just a breeze, and let them just have the girls that you have already planned to be in that sorority. Let them make an impact and let them see something so special in your daughter that I'm speaking to right now. She's a world changer. I know she is. I'm so excited for her. So in your name that I pray, amen. Don't forget, if you need a devotional, please, I have... Best is with Jesus out right now on Amazon. And if you know your chaplain, please tell them to go ahead and message me and I will add them to our chaplain Bible study. I love you and I hope you have the very best day.